Welcome to Floodlight, a podcast for teens wrestling with how to maintain their faith in a modern society. For you, by you, may your hearts be flooded with light, so you can understand the confident hope He has given to those He calls. This is Floodlight. 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 All right, hey, what's going on, guys? I'm here with my buddies Mark and John. And uh, let me start this off by asking you guys a question. Do you guys have any tests coming up? Of course I do. Yeah, how do you feel about those? I want to die, <laughs> quite frankly. Yeah, me, I'm really worried about it because, like, I don't really do well in tests. Really? Well, that's exactly what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Yes, our topic today is worry. You're worried, I'm worried, our parents are worrying for us every single day. Hey, Matthew, you want to start us off with a story of some sort, or...? Sure, sure. Okay, so um, I remember this time I was super worried. Um, I had this piano competition. You know? Yeah, I can I can totally relate because I'm Asian. You know, all the Asian parents are like, "Oh, you got it too. It's perfect." Yeah, Anyhow, and, continue. Um, well, I wasn't prepared at all, and um, it had it. The competition was in like two days. And I guess I was feeling really stressed, and I kind of broke down. Bruh, you about to be disowned. <laughs> I, I guess I just didn't, I didn't find any good ways to cope with that stress, and I was, I was probably one of the hardest times in my life, and I was extremely, extremely worried. Yeah. I guess the way I coped with that, or at least attempted to, was just sleep, practice, but that didn't, that kept building up, and I guess I didn't find a real solution to with that stress, so. Yeah. And Mark, do you have a story of your own too? <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. So, I remember this one time when I was a kid, I went to the mall with my parents. And it, it was a big mall. Yeah, and I was really tiny. Everything was huge to me. And I remember my parents told me, don't get lost. Just stay by our side and you'll be fine. But as a kid, I did get lost. And... I was I started getting really scared and I started worrying because I was like, what if my parents go home without me? Am I just gonna live on the streets? But I decided to try praying and after I prayed, I felt a lot better and my parents actually found me. A miracle from God indeed. So here's our big question: As Christians, how do we worry less? Or more specifically, how do we not worry about tomorrow? I guess um, I guess for me. What I tried doing more was uh, praying to God. I think that really helped me out. Yep. Just asking him, you know, just like watch over me for like the next day if I'm worried about it, just giving it to him. It takes a lot of stress off my, um, my, own, my own worries. Uh, I've been trying to work on that lately, especially with um. Yeah, same here, me too. I, yeah. I've been working on it. And like a lot of the times it's hard not to use like materialistic things to solve your stress. Definitely. Yeah. John, do you have any way that you cope with worry? Quite frankly, my way of or method of coping with worry sucks. <laughs> I'm just gonna be like really honest. I like to stuff down my anxiety until it just explodes one day. All of a sudden, it ain't healthy. You know, one one day I'll I'll have a really bad day and my anxiety's all the way up and. This one guy's going to irritate me a bit, and I'm just going to, you know, explode on him. And it's, it's not good, but, you know, that's how I cope with it. <laughs> yeah, funny thing is I actually do that, too, and I have the same problem. But there's a verse in the Bible that I found. It's Matthew six twenty-five to 34. 
And I think a lot of people these days should hear this verse because it really helps. It reads, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flower of the fields grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But you seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And uh, this whole verse kind of like just shows how God is providing for us, and we don't need to worry about these things. So guys, especially in our uh, modern society today, what do you think this verse means? Yeah, so to me, um, I interpreted this verse as not literally because nowadays we don't have to worry as much about food or clothes because we have so much of it. For me, I take this verse more like, I, take, I like to look at the second half of the verse where it says, do not worry about the birds of the air for your fa heavenly father feeds them. I kind of take that as if you have a worry, then you can simply ask God with it. And he might not reply right away, but he'll definitely help you with the struggles that you're going through. Yeah, quite definitely. I think that this verse is really countercultural, to be honest. Um, in our modern-day society, it tells us to care for your physical appearance, uh, your reputation. You have to care about a lot of these things, right? You, you can't just, like, go outside and, like, you know, wear full-on neon rainbow with an afro. Well, people will judge you, most definitely. And I think that God is telling us not to worry about these things. Yeah. I feel like nowadays, it's not really whether we worry about clothes or the food we have. It's more or less, you know, how well we do in school, what school you go to in university, and what job you're going to get. Modern day society is mainly just based around money and how much you have of it. Um, what clothes you wear and all that kind of stuff, but because we can, it's not that hard to get food and stuff like that. It's more or less on your wealth status and your worth compared to the rest of society. So, I guess that's just how I interpret the verse in um, in our modern society today. So I think one thing that we should cover is how do we worry less? Because we've been talking a lot about um, what Jesus says about how we should like avoid worrying but what is a good way that we can cope with worry for me personally one way that I like to cope with worry is just praying to God 
or talking to someone about it. Yeah. Even if it's not God, it's just nice to have someone to, like, maybe talk about your feel like, worries or feelings to, and maybe they can even help. So, like, if you talk to your pastor, maybe he can give you some advice. Yeah, definitely. Another person would definitely help you in these kind of situations. I actually have a little story to tell about how to cope with anxiety or stress or worry. Um, <laughs> just last two weeks, I think, when I was trying to get my or renew my passport, uh, I met this security guard. It was really peculiar because he just like straight up told me, "Hey, uh, come over here." It was pretty fishy, but you know what? Um, I'm a I'm a nice little boy, so I'll just um, follow him. Like, what can a security guard do, right? So he just asked for my name, and I replied, oh, my name is, um, John. And the guy's like, oh, did you know that that name is from the Bible? And I replied with, yes, and he's one of the followers of Jesus. And so we had this little conversation about God and stuff, and then I suddenly realized I could use this opportunity to ask him a question that has been boggling my mind for quite a while. So I asked him, um, how can we worry less about our modern day societies and stuff like that? How can we just not get anxious about these things, you know? And the security guard replied with fasting, which really surprised me at the time, to be honest. I would never would have thought that fasting would be an answer. He told me that fasting is like a way to communicate with God, right? It's to kind of calm down your soul and like so that you can stop worrying about like your surroundings and only focus towards God. And I thought that was really meaningful at the time, especially, well, in a place where you get your passports. I feel like as Christians, um, relating to the fasting part, um, I think we need to, like, take into account that not many Christians take use of the Sabbath and take it literally. I mean, not maybe we might work a little bit on Sundays and stuff, but just taking the initial break to help cope with our stress will actually help us out. Um, I've been trying to do that lately, and I can kind of see it happen as long as we just trust God. And by praying to Him and, you know, taking that break away from all of our stresses of our lives can actually help us out immensely. What do you guys think? I think that's a good point, and that's a great way to start a next question, which is, how do you think worrying affects your lifestyle? Because, to me, something that I always do when I start getting worried is, like, I start getting really fidgety, or, like, sometimes it even, like, starts affect affecting my next day life, and I'll start thinking, oh, like, what should I do about this? How is it going to affect my tomorrow? And when I start worrying about tomorrow, I worry about things that happen tomorrow, the day after that and it keeps going on and I start this long chain of worrying that and it's really an un unhealthy uh, habit. I feel like worrying never gets anything done because if you worry about something you don't really do that you just worry about it and like just get anxious the whole day but you don't really do the thing that you're worried about which is <laughs> quite detrimental to your health to be honest. And also, I think when I read from a book or something, studies have shown that worrying actually decreases your performance during, during the day. Alright, so my final question is, what would Jesus say about worrying? Okay, I feel like, especially nowadays, with a lot more stresses in our lives, um, Jesus says to, to not worry, basically to, to um, give up your worries up to Him, pray to Him and say, um, I trust you with this, 
so I'm going to give it to you. And I feel like by just doing that, we can uh, better prepare ourselves for those worries and you know actually do them because anxiety and stress don't actually get you to accomplish what you want to do that you're worried about. And talking to Jesus about it, I feel like, is, is the most healthy way to do so. All right, and uh, also today we have a special guest with us, William, and we're going to ask him a couple questions about worry. So, um, do you know the passage, uh, Matthew 6, verse 25 to 34, where it talks about worry? Yeah, I do. Um, what do you think the passage is trying to tell us? I think the passage is trying to um, let us know that what, with whatever worry or anxiety we have, we have to trust God. And like oh, for a lot of people, that's hard to do, especially living in a world where it's like so based around money and wealth and like expectations yeah. for you to do well. Um, I feel like a lot of times people just resort to you know temporary fixes to their stresses and worries, but in the long run, it's it's really Jesus we have to be putting our time into, and you know giving up your worry and stresses to Him is is you know the real solution that we should all kind of strive towards because um you know jesus is like long term right and everything on earth is only temporary so um you know giving up your worry praying to him and just saying hey you know i trust you actually helps the human morale a lot whenever you're stressed because you just know that it's in god's hands now and when he takes that away from you you just have that opportunity to feel like okay it's okay i'll be fine because you know god's always there for you and i feel like that's just how we should deal with our stress and worries, but I feel like too very few people do that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do you think the passage actually means, though? I feel like a lot of times um, the passage is just God telling everybody who's uh, reading it, it, like, anxiety and worry is, is a waste of time, and we can't dwell upon these things because we know in the long run that you'll be okay, but a lot of very few people take that extra time to step out of your, their comfort zone to just pray to God and tell them that, that I'll give this to you, I'll give all my worries to you, and they'll be okay. No one, it's hard to find people who do that nowadays especially, but God is just basically in this passage reminding us that He's there. We need to trust Him, give our worries and anxieties to Him so that all of our worries and anxieties will be lifted because there's no point in, in just having it dwell on us because it just brings us down every day, and that's not good, right? We need to like trust God, and by just doing that, then we'll feel less worried and anxiety pretty much almost every day of our lives. Alright, so now, um, after talking about the passage, how can you deal with your stress? Oh, so me personally, um, sometimes I like to deal with stress in a lot of different ways. One of the major ways that I deal with my stress is really bad. I keep it to myself, but... That's really bad because eventually you're going to blow. Uh, one of the things that I'm trying to incorporate in my life, actually, which is really helping with me so far, is uh, praying to God or talking about it with someone. Because when I talk to it with someone, I feel like maybe they can give me advice, which is really helpful. Or maybe they can just listen, and having someone just listen to your problems is really nice. Um, one thing I really like about talking to someone, though, or even talking to God, is that Especially if you talk to God, uh, if you pray, and he'll, he'll definitely come and comfort you. And he'll make sure that you feel safe, and that you're not worried anymore. And that's how I used to deal with my stress, and I still do it to this day. 
some examples of the stress that I constantly face myself with is stress of doing well in school. Because event, uh, especially during uh, my grade 11 and 12 years, it's important that I get good grades, so that I can go to university and get a good education. However, if I don't get good grades, then I can't, right? So it's always been a worry to me that like I have to do really well in school, and just worrying about all these things is really clogging up my life and it's making it hard for me to do what I want. But now that I'm praying about it, it makes it a lot easier for me to focus on my work, and I can re and my grades have been going up since then. It looks like we're running out of time, so here's some things that you can remember going into tomorrow that'll help you with your worry. So, worry, basically, when you worry, it clogs up your thoughts, and it makes you unable to focus on other things. And that means that you're really not going to be working at your best, and you're always going to be fe feel down. But there's some ways that you can cope with your worry that are really effective is talking to others. If it's your pastor or even to God or with friends, just venting out and letting other people know how you feel can sometimes really help you with your feelings. But that's all the time that we have for today, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. And thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this episode of Floodlight. Art by Alpha. Music by Janina. May your heart be flooded with light. See you next time. This is Floodlight. Floodlight. Floodlight.
So yeah, I was I was like really obsessed with little pet shops. Like if you don't know what those are, I'm pretty sure you do. They were they were the, the, the little animal figurines with big eyes and big heads that came in all the colors of the rainbow. And like, glitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, no, not a lot of them had glitter. I well, think those were like the special ones. Are, like, they're like popping. Yeah. They had glitter in their eyes. Yeah. Um, so they're like. really creepy. <laughs> Yeah, now that I look at them again, they were pretty creepy. But back then, I was like, oh my gosh, they're so pretty. They're anime um, proportions. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, because I was obsessed with them, I kept buying them. Um, every single present I got for, like, Christmas and my birthday and, and just everything was Little's Pet Shops for those, like, one or two years. I was so proud of having so many Little's Pet Shops. Like, I was like to my friends, look, I have this one. Do you have this one? No. <laughs> So I was really satisfied because I had the most littlest pet shops, but then I, I grew out of them. And it doesn't even matter anymore because littlest pet shops aren't even relevant. <laughs> like now now it's like Shopkins and yeah. all that other stuff. Like there's no there's no correlation between having a lot of things or the newest things and being happy. Like at least not in the long run. Like yeah. you'll grow out of everything. So what does it look like to store up your treasures in heaven? Do you desire material items or do you desire spiritual items? For me, I kind of desire material items. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think like that's a very natural way to think. A lot of people think that way. I think we have to make a conscious decision to live to love God and others and maintain that take it or leave it mindset. I also kind of feel like it's really hard to have that mindset if you're not like given that kind of mindset. So you said before that you didn't know what a take-it-or-leave-it mindset was. And I'm sure there are other people who don't as well. So could you explain what that is now that you know? So a take-it-or-leave-it mindset is like, if you had the newest iPhone, you're like, oh, sure, I have it. But if you did, you would be like bawling and crying over it, like that you don't have it. Right? Yeah, so it like wouldn't really... It wouldn't really affect you whether you had it or not. Like you're fine with or without it. Because for me, I didn't understand that for a long time. I thought like material items is the thing. It's like having the newest phone, having AirPods, not looking like this, 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 and be able to have like champion hoodies, maybe Gucci slides once in a while if I can afford it eventually. Mm. Like, like for me for a while, that was kind of my mindset. That you must have these in order to be, you know, popular. I think that goes for a lot of people. It's it's really hard. Even if you're not, like, obsessed with brand name clothes, they're just really expensive things. You could be obsessed with grades or, I guess, being, being really popular is one of them as well. Uh, just, like, how you look in the eyes of other people. I also could add to that, like, it's also, in my mindset too, it is a lot easier because you do physically see... Like material items but yeah. if you do spiritual items it's like a kind of like a faith like a, a trusting thing yeah you yeah. have to believe that that that's that yeah so not craving earthly treasures also allows god to free you from anxiety right like if you think about it um if you're not always stressing about your grades or whether you had the newest things your life would be a lot more relaxed and like enjoyable you know free mind sure like that. that's one way to think of it so like Anxiety free, being carefree and enjoying life to the fullest. <laughs> so like, um, I think for me, I just need to trust. Like, I need to remember to trust that God will provide for me. Like, not to, not to say that I'll drop out of school, donate all my money, and go live on the streets, but like. I couldn't imagine you doing that. <laughs> but like, I can't let um, like things like grades, or 
or like the newest, I don't know, the newest iPhone, that kind of thing, um, become too important in my life? I can agree, but not to the extent, like, for me, I need to personally just work on not always wanting the newest thing. Yeah. And like slow down of how much I do spend. Like even though I do have a job or will still have a job, I should like maintain how I spend my cash and spend it wisely and not just buy this really quickly because I can. Yeah. So that's kind of my goal. What occupies most of your thoughts, times, and effort? And if you're a Christian, do you find it hard to put God or Jesus above material things in your life like money or grades?